Hey y'all, it's me Brandy with Love Languages Movement. I hope everyone had a really great day. Um, I'm just sitting here thinking about somebody had asked me, how did I get through the first parts of being single um, after being in such a long relationship and the person knowing grave details? Um, which I've shared many on many of my podcasts, so check out the rest of them. Um, she wanted to know, how did I make it through, you know, the first couple of months? Because that's the hardest time. It is by far the hardest time, um, trying to let go of somebody you thought you loved and forcing yourself to not love them anymore. So for me, when I left, I moved to a completely different place, me and my kids. So that was easy. I tell my girls, if they're in a situation where their boyfriend leaves, I tell them to rearrange their bedroom, go get new bedding, get new curtains, rearrange the living room, um, just to make it feel like it's new and that there's no like memories of, you know, sitting on his lap over in that corner with that picture on the wall. Kind of just make it anew. So, for me, I had got these um, these decals for the wall. And I looked at them every day. And it was a pack of three came together. And so one of them says, love like you've never been hurt. The other one says, dance like nobody's watching. And sing like no one's listening. That became my saving grace every day I would wake up and look around and it would catch my eye and I would say yeah I I know I can love like I've never been hurt because me being bitter isn't who I am so in order to love I had to learn how to love myself and that's the big thing that I told her I said the first stages after leaving someone is refinding yourself because oftentimes what happens is that we concentrate so much on the other person that we lose pieces of ourselves because we're so concerned about the other person about keeping them happy and making them smile and making sure all their cares are taken care of other than our own and we lose ourselves I know for me that happened. It happened more than once. So after leaving that relationship, I started to think that if I started to love myself more, that I would understand love on a whole different capacity. So as me and her were talking, I told her some things that I would do. And so I'll share it with you. Um, Doesn't work for everybody. Um, but it certainly helps keep your mind busy. So one of the things that I reintroduced back to myself is writing. Um, writing never left me. I left it. And that was always my outlet ever since childhood. And so I began to write down how I felt that day. What I was going to do that day or what I did that day, depending on what time of day I actually wrote it down. And... After a month or so of doing that, I would look back and see how far I came. 
you know, there was days that, you know, I said, my heart hurt really bad and I felt empty inside, but I would still force myself to smile. You know, um, there was days that I would just have a breakdown for no reason. I saw, maybe I saw a couple holding hands or something and it broke my heart. But with my situation, not everybody's is the same. I would go back in my mind and say, you know, if he had loved me, then X, Y, Z wouldn't happen. And so then I get back into my mode of no, knock that off, you know? So like I said, it doesn't work for everybody. So I started to, um, really keep a little journal of how I was feeling. I had started a blog and so that was kind of like an outlet. And then I decided to shut the blog down and, um, write a book. So I do have a book in the works. Be looking out for that. Um, I'm not going to disclose any other details, but when I do, y'all know about it. Y'all need to get the book. Anyways, so I decided to put that information in a book because I felt like there's got to be so many people out there that are like me that are scared to admit things and that have been hurt um, by somebody that they loved very deeply. And so I wanted to share how I got through it. And so mostly is self-love. I know that sounds cheesy and corny, but it's the truth. Um, I started to realize that silence was my new best friend. I had come from just chaos and noise and arguing and stress that I didn't realize how much silence I craved. So as I was sitting here alone, when it was my weekend without the children, I would sit here and just absorb the quiet time. And after I started to absorb the quiet time, I started finding meditation music to sort of rewire my energy. Um, I have a very um, absorbent nature about myself that I can absorb people's energies and sometimes it stays with me and holds me down. So when I started listening to meditative music, um, it put me in a calmer state. Like I said, it doesn't work for everybody. So as me and her were talking, I was like, you know, find some music that is soothing for you and put it on and see if it helps calm your mind. And then you can start to sort out the emotions that you have about the things that you're thinking about. So um, keeping a journal is key. Um, keeping it to, to go back and look is also key to see how far you've come. Sometimes writing it out that day and then ripping it up or burning it or burying it works for other people because they don't want to know. And that's fine too. Um, so that's one thing. Another thing that I started to do when um, I got really antsy because I was alone and then when you get alone you start to think, I would go to um, different bridges, different waterfronts, um, you know, around the time that the sun would set and I would take pictures because it's very pretty. Um, and it would get my mind off of what I was thinking about. Sometimes you would get the wash over of, I wish somebody was here with me to see this, but then you start to be like, you know what? It's okay. It's okay that I'm alone right now. It's okay that it's quiet. It's okay that I'm enjoying something that's pretty, um, by myself. And so that would kind of end some of my days 
when I would try to stay busy to keep my mind off of things, but at the end of the day, I'd have a beautiful sunset to be appreciative for. Um, and then there was something brave I really did I've never done before is take myself out to dinner. <laughs> the first time I ever did that, where was it? I think it was at Olive Garden. Yeah, I know. But I went to Olive Garden. I sat at the bar and she comes over. She's very sweet. She's like, for two? And I was like, Un. <laughs> one. And she smiled at me. And um, so I sat there and I ate my favorite food by myself. And the looks that you get when you take yourself out to eat is just, it's crazy. Like it was foreign to me to be out eating at one of my favorite spots by myself. These are places that I had gone with my ex and then to be there by myself, it was so weird. But I embraced the experience of it. And then it was turned into a game that nobody knew I was playing was, let me see how many people are looking at me and let me see if I can figure out what they're thinking. Because at that point, I started to get more comfortable and I actually pulled the stool that was next to me and stuck my legs on it as if I'm like sitting on a bench and got really comfortable. And I was texting and I was checking out the game and the bartender's talking to me. And then, then I get a couple that sits next to me and we're laughing about things. Like it turned into a great experience. It's like, yeah, I can take myself out to eat. Yeah, there's people staring at me. After that, I do it all the time now. I don't even care. I just think it's funny when people stare at me or the waiter or the waitress assume that someone else is coming and I'd be like nope just me and they just kind of smile at me so it's kind of fun going through that emotion so that was another thing that I would do I wouldn't stop dates I'd still take myself out on dates and that's very important um other things that I would do that you know is not that big of a deal but you know get your nails done get your hair done um keep up on you know your maintenance, like sometimes your maintenance would get pushed back because of, you know, someone else needed to be taken care of. And so that would start to happen to me. Like I wouldn't go to the salon and get my hair trimmed. Um, I color my own hair, so that doesn't matter. But like I wouldn't go get my nails done or I wouldn't get nails because someone else needed to be taken care of. And so being able to do those things again and not feel guilty or not be badgered about what I spent my money on, it feels great. That was amazing to me. And so, like, my friend was asking me, she's like, you know, how did you get to a point of when you, like, got some good news or some bad news to stop yourself from calling your ex? That's a hard one. Um, there was times that I wanted to text him and tell him, you know, oh, I got a raise today and, or, you know, um, my student loans went down or whatever it is. I wasn't able to do that. So it's always good to have a buddy, not a buddy to like drag down, but a buddy that can be there to be your cheerleader to, you know, cheer you on. And so I had one and I'm very grateful for her. And so anytime I was having a bad day, I would just send her a voice message and she'd come back with the most magnificent message ever and it would get me out of my funk and I could go on about my business. And I do that for her as well. But you need a buddy. 
a buddy is an essential part of the healing process. Um, it can make or break you on any day. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like uh, recovering alcoholics. They have a sponsor. So when they feel like they're going to drink, they call the sponsor and the sponsor talks them out of it. Same deal. Call your buddy. You're like, oh, I want a cave. I want to call him. And then she'll be like, no, why are you going to do that? Da, 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 da. I'm here. Send everything you're going to send him. Send it to me. I've done that for my friends. I said, don't text him. If you feel like you're going to text him, text me. I won't even read it. And I don't. They, I see that come through. They're telling me they're sending it. And then I delete it. But it makes them feel like it got sent. It makes it feel like the words got out. Because I said at this point, that's all it's going to be is he's going to look at it and throw it away. So why not just send it to me? It gets it off your mind and then it's gone. And I've done that. So it's always good to have a buddy um, in the healing process. The other thing is, like I said about the music, um, your other outlet I mean, you do what you want to do, but your other outlets should not be going to bars and clubs. That's that's going to get you off track. It's going to get you off track for so many reasons. Um, because temptations are all out there. And it's easy to fall into the trap again. So it's easy to fall into somebody saying a nice word, someone doing a nice gesture, somebody wanting to take you out to lunch. Not to say don't do it, but I'm just saying... Like, if you're not fully healed, you shouldn't be jumping into something right away. You should take that time and allow yourself to figure out who you are so that you know where you're going and what type of person you need to get there. Um, people that jump from one relationship to another, they don't get that time in between to really figure things out and then they wonder why all the relationships are ending or sour, or not working. You didn't take the time to figure it out first. Because when you figure it out first, it puts up barriers that you're not going to cross anymore. You're going to stop the people that are wasting your time. Because when we're hurt already, we think that's the only thing we deserve, is to be hurt all the time. So we sometimes choose individuals that are not healed from their past and so they project that onto us in certain ways and we don't realize it because we're so used to being treated like that so when you start to do you know set boundaries you build up a list of this is what I want and so whatever you don't want isn't on the list so um, you know really paying attention to early flags that get thrown out. I know we like to stack up red flags, but just about 99% of the time, if there's a red flag thrown out, there's another one coming. Just know that. Just know that you have been here long enough and have been through enough relationships and have talked to enough people to know a pattern of behavior. And so for me, um, some of the behavior I think is funny and at times I'll just entertain it just so I can learn, um, you know, about the behavior. And, you know, different age groups that the behavior is um, within just to collect information for myself, basically. Um, and it always rings true. 
You know, it's kind of like rolling the dice. It's like, oh, let's see if I say this, if that's going to happen. Yep, that happened. So it's just, that's all it is. It's just learning patterns. Um, so staying away from bars and clubs, not to say don't go out and have fun and dance and drink if you drink, whatever. Just don't use it as um, a breeding ground for a new relationship because that's probably not the best place to go. Um, and then find a hobby. For me, it was writing, so that was easy. I'd go to the library, get books, and then write. Pretty, pretty standard. Um, find a hobby, something to do, something you've never done. Make something. Um, recently, I started making bracelets, and um, I started making rock pendants. So I go down to the beach, collect the rocks, and then, you know, make pendants or whatever. Just something to do with your hands. Just keep yourself busy. Um, that's always nice to do when you're trying to do some self-love. And also, you know, anytime you have, you know, with your family and if you have kids, spend time with the kiddos. It'll keep your mind busy. Definitely. And, you know, my situation isn't like everybody else. But let me tell you, it was really, really, really hard to try to get over a broken heart and keep it together for my kids and stay strong. That was probably... The hardest thing I've ever done in my life. But I did it. I pulled through. I became the best single mom that there ever was. I'm still the single mom that there ever was. Um, my kids are happy. They are spoiled. Um, they always praise me for keeping things rolling and going. You know, there's not a thing that they don't have or want or need. And that was my main focus. It wasn't going to the club or finding a new man and doing all this. It was what type of life can I build for them while I'm trying to heal? And what type of lesson am I showing them? I'm showing them that this is real life. And sometimes when we um, choose people out of desperation and loneliness, that sometimes splitting is the best thing to do. But also, it doesn't have to be the end of the world and that... You can get stronger from it and build a whole nother life and still be able to co-parent um, and be nice to the other person. So um, that's very important to me that I'm doing the co-parenting and um, showing my children that love doesn't stop just because we're not together. It'll always be there because we have children together and that's how you should always move is with love. So back to my decals, you know, love like you've never been hurt. So I have to love like he never hurt me. And that's um, part of being better instead of bitter. And that's the difference. And that's what I told my friend. I said, you're going to need to strive every day to be better than you was yesterday. And that's the key to healing. That's the key to loving and getting to know yourself again is to get better each day. And I get better each day still. And I love it. It's great. It's like, you know, you get a whole nother chance to be somebody else than you was yesterday. So keep that in mind um, when you're going through your process. You may lose people along the way and that's okay. And even though you lose people, you're probably going to gain a whole lot more with the love that you show yourself because that is going to shine on the outside and everybody's going to see that. Um, some use it to their advantage. 
and they want some of it because they think that they want to be with you, the idea of you, but when they actually get to be around you because you love yourself so much, you have this all mapped out and ready to go. Like if you're not at this, this, and this, I can't even entertain you right now. Call that stuck up or selfish or picky, but it's the truth because we don't want to waste that person's time. And I certainly don't want to have my time wasted. So it just saves so much time just to be on the same page. So if we're on the same page, then we can talk. But if you're way out in left field and I'm just kind of standing here like, what? (laughs) I can't jive with you. But that's not to say I can't be your friend and give you guidance and then help you find a person that's better suited for you because that's what being an adult is it's not being selfish and holding a person because you don't want anybody else to have them or holding a person because you think you can gain something from them that doesn't mean enough to me Um, I'm on a completely different mission and I think that the more I talk to people the more they realize that And um, some of them get scared and aren't able to tell me that. So they kind of just drift away. And I'm okay with it because I move with love. And I still keep them around. And I'll still check on them. Um, But I don't have to be in their everyday life. And again, that's okay with me. Because I love me and that's all that matters. And I know that it's going to bless somebody someday. Um, You know, whenever he finds me, hopefully his GPS is working. I don't know. I don't know where he's at, but he need to come on. Anyways, so I hope that this helped. Um, Just know that you're going to get through it. Each day it gets easier. Um, Make sure you keep up with your buddy. Get a good buddy to call on or send your texts to. It's okay to cry. It's okay to have a meltdown. Um, You don't have to do what everybody else does. But just know that you're worth it. And that loving yourself is so much more than just painting your toes. Really do something good for yourself. Take yourself on a trip. I haven't done that yet. I've done day trips, but I haven't like left the state trip. And that's going to be my next adventure. I got my um, passport whenever we're allowed to fly again safely. Um, ready to go so that I can pick a place and take myself on a vacation. Kind of excited about that. So... I hope this helped you. If you're listening and you think it's going to help someone else, let them know. You can always send me a message at Love Languages Movement on Instagram. Until next time.